0: Hey, Jesse! Hey.
1: <laughs> minisodes. Yay. Season two Minisodes. We're here. So we are back with another set of Minisodes. And this year we're doing something a little bit different. So if you were a listener in season one, you might recall that we framed our Minisodes around uh, words and phrases. Sort of the origins of silly and interesting things that we mm-hmm. say and Common why sayings. do we say them. Common sayings. Exactly.
0: So this year. We are doing measurements we're doing all types of measurements because honestly we use these every single day and it's sort of how we define the world and i don't think a lot of us have actually stopped to think how and why we use all of these
1: measurements or even if we have it's been like You might know the origin of one thing and think that that's interesting, but maybe not know all of the other ones or how they might be interconnected or influenced by, you know. Well, I can tell you that the ones that
0: I'm doing, I had no idea. I did not learn this in school. There's no way. And I don't know if that was just my education, but um, this was all news to me. So I'm going to be doing. Pounds and ounces, so not the British pound,
1: like the currency, right? But the pounds by which we weigh ourselves. Which when I was when we were working on like <laughs> ideas for this, I think I even wrote, "Do we even want to get into currency because it's you so know, crazy?" But we'll see. If we run out other things. Maybe
0: that's season three. We do currencies. Ooh, how about you guys? Let us know <laughs> via email or Instagram. Um, so I guess I'll just get right in since it's a mini-sode. Um The pounds and ounces come from a system that has um some crazy pronunciation so i'm going to pronounce it the uh american english way which is really dumb and then i'm going to be using the
1: french way cuz it sounds better uh so hold on it's but it the pounds and ounces is imperial which is british but it's based on it's based french on a words? system
0: called a verb poise have you heard that? Did I you have see not it? heard okay. that. So the system is avert de poise and it's called the Aver de poise system, which I think that sounds really crazy. So the French way is a de poids. That's the actual French. That sounds so fancy. Yeah. So I think a de poise is a better system. Um, so that is the earliest known occurrence of the pounds and ounces is through the a de poids system. And it was in England. They just borrowed the word from French. Um, so both the pounds and ounces are... Um, as a result of this system. So it is a voie de poids weight. It's a traditional system of weight in the British imperial system and the United States customary system of weights and measures. They just don't have another name. It's literally a voie de poids. The name does come Hmm. from French, so it comes from "avoir de poids, which means goods of weight or property of weight. Okay. So the au de poids pound contains, here we go, 7,000 grains. (laughs) So grains was, of course, the original way that we recorded weights. Uh, We compared things to grains. I immediately think of rice, but you might mean like... This just says grains, but I'm sure that they...
1: Barley or...
0: I did not even think through that, but... (laughs) It just says grains. And for some reason, I just see like wheat. Um, Yeah, probably not rice, though. I can't imagine that it's rice grains in the British. Um, But they also say or 256 drams of full of 27.344 grains each. So they were getting what? really specific about their, their grains here. Why
1: wouldn't you just round up if you're like uh, I don't the one setting the standard?
0: No idea. So um, it also talks a little bit about something called the Troy weight for precious metals, which is because precious metals are weighted differently because some of them are denser. So I think we'll cover that in a future podcast because mm. that will be very interesting. So that is the pounds um, comes from this system. They decided what a pound was based on the grains. Um, Quick little note, also that you know that pounds are lbs; they are not p. I guess that's true. Um, Why is that? Because um, the Libra, which is Latin for weights, the scales, the balance. Oh. Yes, the Libras. Um, oh, Latin that's for funny. scales scales balance. Jesse's a Libra, and I she's am. totally a very balanced person. <laughs> um, and it's an ancient Roman unit of mass, um, and so that's where that comes from. Uh, they did use Libras in the, as the ancient Roman unit. So we kind of borrowed it and stole it for our version of the pound. Um, the I Roman, can't believe I never knew that. Yeah, the Libra, the LB, that's exactly. <laughs> that's so uh, funny. Yeah, it's the scales, it's the balance. Um, these Libras were also divided into, not also, they were divided into 12 ounces. And of course, we are now divided into 16 ounces. We have 16 ounces, which to make a pound, sorry. So um,
1: So what, why did they decide that? they needed to increase
0: well that was the roman unit so we don't use the libras technically it's just oh, the, the term LBS is just term. borrowed exactly so we um so to go move on to ounces the actual definition that i found is ounce unit of weight in the avoirdupois system okay well once like, you know There's that revoir, pie, word. I guess <laughs> the craziest <laughs> word and then it has equal to one sixteenth of a pound or 437 and a half grains
1: of course. <laughs>
0: cuz you have to know how many I mean I'm really trying to visualize
1: is. what these grains look like though. I mean like oats.
0: Yeah, I suppose and, wheat and
1: barley. Like what is it?
0: What Yeah, back then I think it was just the easiest way. Not easy cuz you're counting out
1: grains, but it's just sort of how you knew what your world was centered around. I don't mean that. I don't think that's what's oh. tripping me up. I mean, like the physical, I'm trying to if imagine the, the, the sack of grains.
0: Yeah. I don't know how they even made sure it was consistent weight because some grains are bigger than others. and
1: Right. That. That's something yeah. like, you know, is it, you know, barley compared to oats compared yeah. to quinoa? Uh, no,
0: quinoa. I- idea no idea they just said the grains now they did uh, improve this so there is a little thing and i'll put it up on the podcast of the original weighing system um and i would flip this around to show jesse but it is i don't want to make a bunch of noise um, but there's a great scale system that they did upgrade to that had the it has an actual little scales and then these little gold pieces that um, equated to a pound an ounce a half, a half a pound so they used that in the future to um, weigh so they would obviously put one thing on one side and then put their other thing on the other side because don't forget <laughs> old-fashioned scales <laughs> meant that you had to balance out the scales you would put your little gold piece on the left and on the right, you would put whatever you were trying to weigh.
1: So that's honestly, if you think about, it, that's not even old fashioned. That's just pre digital. I mean, because mm. you know when you go to the doctor and they have to put the the oh yes it's a thing moment. over on the other mm-hmm. side, and You're they right. can go up by fifties, and that's. I mean, the, the only reason we don't have that is if you have like a digital kitchen scale that's or true. a digital. I mean, that's you still have to weigh something yeah. against something else.
0: That is really true. Those mm-hmm. moments are never fun. I'm mm-hmm. always like, I'm just really bloated today. <laughs> <laughs> or like, can I take my shoes off? <laughs> I always take my shoes off no matter what. I'm like, I know, like even if I'm in like flats, I'm like, I'm gonna take just my coat take, off. <laughs> yeah, let just take a few things off, and then I make excuses like, oh, I just had like a really big lunch. Today. Meanwhile, I'm they
1: like, don't, they don't care. Yeah, it's... I know
0: they've seen it all over the map, but I'm like, maybe you could just write it down like a few pounds. <laughs> less like I don't know make me feel better or I just don't look because it doesn't matter like it just doesn't like
1: so I know I've told you this before um off off air but when I traveled to Cuba it was on a small charter jet and so or plane one of the things that happens when you go to Cuba is lots of folks are bringing back things for their families that mm-hmm. they can't get mm. Uh, In Cuba, and they're allowed to do that. And um, so what ends up happening is people are bringing an inordinate amount of like things with them on the plane more than you would in like a normal um, any other place I've ever traveled. You know, you have like your one check bag and your one carry on in this case. um, So, you know, when you get on a plane, normally they might check. They they weigh weigh your your check bag, Mm -hmm. but they don't weigh your carry on or yourself. You're right. They have a general estimate of how much like the plane interesting anyway when i went on this charter flight from miami um they asked us all of our weights and they had to weigh all of our um carry-on luggage and it just makes you a little nervous like how close are we to (laughs) the edge here (laughs) (laughs) well not that i would be overweighing the plane but that they were that close like that they were weighing every single person to try to adjust the margin of fuel and you're like um just makes Hopefully you we really get there
0: think about great. <laughs> Just so yeah, but
1: it, I've never been asked by a um, airline attendant like how much do you weigh? It's like oh uh, well, <laughs> and then they probably add like twenty percent because they assume yeah, people like, are mm-hmm, lying.
0: <laughs> I'm sure that's how much you weigh. Yep. Um Well, that's the pound, the ounce, um, the word. If you've ever wondered why it's oz, because there's not a z in the actual word. Um, it comes from Latin uncia. Um, that's the name for the Roman ounce. Um, and then it changed into once or once or um, once. And then it was the uh, medieval Italian where the word was onza. So eh, O-N-Z-A-O-N-Z-A. So they have Zs. Um, So these days the Italian word is Oncia. um, And that's why we call it OZs because it
1: just kept that abbreviation. So already this is such a fun theme. So many languages. I didn't know about LVs or OZs. And I have wondered before, like, I wonder why we call it ounces when when we call it OZ because mm-hmm. there's not a Z in the word ounces. But yeah.
0: And it's, again, language. Yeah. It's <laughs> it so just funny. I language. was going to comment about language where, you know, we borrow different things. And if you, if you haven't, we've talked about language on this podcast a lot, but mm. our languages all come from the same place or, or most languages come from um, similar trees. So that's why a lot of our languages borrow the same words or we borrow um, similar abbreviations or things just sound the same is because mm. technically I think it's English. Well, not really English, but French, French, Spanish come from their Romantic. Romance language, yeah. and then English is sort of a mishmash,
1: isn't Slash, it? Sl- it, it? If you're gonna talk about the the trees yeah. with the branches, yep. it's on the Germanic branch. It's on a Germanic branch, but, so, heavily, but it's been heavily influenced mm-hmm. by the Romance languages yeah. and others. Yeah. So this one's just funny. It's a what de quoi?
0: It's got Latin letters. <laughs> it's got Italian letters. It's it's called a French system, but it is from the British imperial. Um, So that's pounds and ounces. Um, I don't really have much more to say about those two, just the grains and it's one sixteenth and the LBs. And uh, I will toss up this picture of the old fashioned way they used to measure items. Um, And of course, all of our links will be on the uh, website as well. But you also have a British imperial.
1: I do. So we decided to investigate the the stone Mm -hmm. and it comes from the British imperial system.
0: And wait, let's define what a stone is, because if you aren't aware, the British, you're talking about the weight of measurement, mm-hmm. for, for, like pe- British a, people say stone and not pound.
1: Uh, talking about? yes, but it's considered a form of measurement in the British imperial system. It's just sort of like has a, it has come to be checked against pounds. Like you can like pounds and stones. Well, cause I'll tell you. Spoiler it. alert, yeah. it's t- fourteen pounds. Yeah, that's
0: what I read, but golly, a stone you're to, like do is, math, yeah. I guess.
1: A stone is fourteen pounds, um, and it is in it is a unit of weight for dry products. Um, hundred and sixty stone is one long ton, is what I wrote. Interesting. Um Okay. I should have done more research on what that means. I was just <laughs> writing down quick we'll facts. I will put it on the website. Um, but originally it was, um, so we didn't talk too much about this with yours, but I think what's interesting about s- systems like these is that, I mean, they were originally, before people had standardized forms of any measurement, you just had to decide based on what was in your local, you right. know, Think of an early economy, and you're thinking of you know a barter and trade system. Something is only as good as X thing that 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 community says it's worth. I mean, if we get into currency, we can always talk about this and talk about the very artificial ways that that exists today. Um, but if you think about it, so originally it was. Any good sized rock chosen as the local <laughs> standard. So a stone was a good sized rock. Oh, that's so. Um, nice. And the value of that and things weighed against that. Again, imagine the scale, right? Yep. If you have your quote, good sized rock on one side and you're trying to sell someone, you know, two goats. You try to, you know, it's based on how heavy those goats are compared to the stone. So, I mean, that's super, super logical. Yeah. Um, And it would obviously fluctuate by region based on the size of said chosen rock.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. And the density. Yes. That's about the, just to kind of harken back to the precious metals. Mm -hmm. You can't measure precious metals that way. They don't all. They don't all have the same density, so for like their mass, yeah. right? So a, a, a brick of gold and a brick of silver do not weigh the same. That's so it, interesting. You aren't able to, to measure them both that way? So they had to come up with a new system. It makes sense if you think about it. Like if you put if yeah. your bone is more porous, like the same size bone, it, uh, it has to do with the molecular. Well, makeup it also
1: has to do with whether or not you're looking at something's like physical size versus its weight, which I think what is why did. I was getting tripped mm-hmm. up with wheat because I think of like a chaff. Of mm-hmm. wheat, and I don't, it's like for how big it is, it's not super dense, you know, as compared to a rock. I mean, maybe it is. I
0: can't exactly. say I've ever
1: farmed wheat. So,
0: yeah, I, it, I it does. It depends wrong. on a lot of things. So, it's great that they eventually ended up with like the precise measurements of everything. Um, yeah. But density just really uh, affects a lot of things. But then, if you have to think back then, size does matter so if you have a bundle of silver and it just looks like it's a ton but only one gold brick I mean imagine Mm -hmm. what you're thinking it's like well there's like way more of this thing
1: but then this thing is denser so well it's like when you learn about that um what is like a riddle of a a, you know a pound of Oh, rocks versus yeah. a pound of feathers oh, yes
0: they're both technically they're a pound. technically a
1: pound but one's yes. gonna be yeah way but if bigger. you get the
0: same size amount of feathers and the same yeah. size amount of rocks then one is obviously going to weigh differently so yeah
1: so what happened obviously is that they eventually had to standardize what a stone would be and so this was in uh, 14th century england it was actually based on the export of raw wool so technically because it was specifically to do with wool i guess Um, If you think about it, maybe it was just big and fluffy and maybe not as dense as some other Mm -hmm. things that were being weighed. Um, And so in 1389, there was a royal statute that fixed the stone of wool at 14 pounds. Mm, Okay. So and apparently a sack of wool at 26 stones. So there you go. You can get um, your wool at a standardized rate. Um, So trade stones can apparently still vary. Um, and stone is, as you mentioned, a measurement used in Britain for weights and pounds of people and large animals. So I'm guessing that's just sort of a thing that's <laughs> gonna be generally animals. heavier than your average like stuffy would weigh in your house. so funny, yeah,
0: the stones thing is so funny. they say it at, like TV shows when you're watching. it's like, oh, this is I'm. 10 stones. Yeah. Or like like, I've lost X stones. Or I've lost a stone. Exactly. That's a great example. I've lost a whole stone and it's like, whoa. Uh, I'm over
1: here with my LB. Good for you. Yeah. (laughs) Or my ounces. Oh, that's so funny. Um, Yeah. So that's, that is, uh, that's the stone. And then the other one that I researched, which was sort of the kickoff for this whole idea, um, because I was watching a movie recently and it came about i forget the movie it's hmm. a pandemic so we've been all watching a lot of movies a lot more than normal anyway um but it, it was pointed out to me uh, by ben that um ben is my husband <laughs> i guess we should <laughs> reintroduce the season one we should reintroduce people that you know may be frequently mentioned in this podcast um that the kilogram was based that there was an actual kilogram like thing object that 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 is a kilogram and that is what it's really? based off of interesting, And I immediately was like, okay, I need to know more about this. And perhaps yeah. if you're science focused or you're, you're, you're an all curious person, you've probably looked this up already, but I uh, had not. And I found it really interesting. So uh, it is a basic unit of mass in the metric system. So we're switching systems now. Mm-hmm. Um, it was first established in 18th century France in the wake of actually hmm. kind of almost during the revolutionary zeal. So we're talking uh, 1795, the word kilogram was written into French law. Um, In the wake of, like I said, the French revolution, there was a call for standardization, quote, for all time, for all people. So in the same kind of mindset of we are one people, um, Mm. we will set up a standard. And so they um, actually (laughs) tried the intention was that it be very nearly equal to this is what they were aiming for the mass of 1000 cubic feet of water. What? Um, oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's a weird. I mean, I think now we're just so used to having systems of measurement that it's important to put ourselves in the mindset of. <laughs> everything being based solely on what you can see feel see for volume, see for weight, or like compare, you know, because if you think about it, if we're taking this water and putting it now on this like proverbial scale, um, that's, that's a lot of water yeah, in my head. I, so at least I'm trying to stuff. visualize the thousand cubic feet of water and turns out it was, um, really hard for people to recreate this in order to like (laughs) measure it it in other places and so they had to come up with a thing that would weigh what 1000 cubic feet of water weighed so they made let's see I think I wrote down when they made it um
0: your, your dates have been pretty recent so far. I'm actually really surprised because mine yeah. are all going back to the 1300s. So
1: yeah, the British system um, is definitely I think I, when I mentioned earlier, I said 1389 yeah, was the royal statute for um, the stone for the kilogram, though, it was um, it was French Revolution. So it was 1795 when they wrote that word into the law. Um, and they said, let's see here in at that time. So the the late 1700s, um, they made a solid platinum cylinder to represent 1,000 cool. cubic feet of water. I love uh, that. That's so cool, actually. This, like, this is the thing. Now. Yeah, exactly. So it was, um, it was able to recreate that. And then uh, in 18, 1875, May of 1875, so almost 100 years later, about 80 years later, um, the International Bureau of Weights and Measurements was established. Uh, by convention, signed in Paris. And so at that time, um, a few years later, 1889, so within this kind of, um, and think about then too, it's sort of like we're industrial revolution at this point. We're thinking of like modern, what we think of as like modern institutions of um, standardization and sort of official, you know, international economy. So this International Bureau of Weights and Measurements, um, they make a new one. So in 1889, they made a new platinum cylinder Mm. um, kind of in this under this um, bureau and it was kept there in the lab for about 100 years, exactly 100 years until they discovered it was wrong. What? (laughs) Um, Oh, can you imagine? 100 (laughs) years. And I think this is actually probably like a super minute uh, difference In weight, but it actually caused a whole hullabaloo, which I'll get into. I'm sure. Yeah. So meteorologists, let me back up, uh, called it the International Prototype Kilogram or the IPK. And I guess meteorologists are really, really, really concerned with accurate measurement and very like um, tiny amounts of measurement. Yeah, I could see that. So they have that name. Others call it Le Grand K. (laughs) So... Cute. Uh, And there it remained in the uh, in the vault for um, well, this is 130 years, I guess, since 1889. But in 1989, they discovered that the prototype was 50 micrograms lighter than other copies of it that had been like put out into the world for the standard. Um, And so the problem of having the kilogram defined by an object with a changing mass. Mm-hmm. So obviously like the problem of having this weight of measurement defined by anything that is an actual object is going to be problematic. So I guess people have now, we have enough systems and stuff to kind of figure out like, okay, we are advanced enough that we don't longer have to really measure it based on like a thing. right? just one thing we can, we can change it. <laughs> so, <laughs> um oh, gosh. They decided to redefine the kilogram uh, so, which is actually like a really big deal. Um, there's a Time Magazine article that calls it Ooh. the um, a major milestone in the grand history of the metric system. That they changed the definition of the kilogram. Um, this just happened since like uh, in the last twenty or so years that they've sort of said there's a problem. What do we do to change this? Um, instead of using a physical item, they would define it using a physical constant, Planck's constant. So if you're mathy, oh, you might know this. Wow. I mean,
0: am not, but I've heard of Planck's constant.
1: Guys, which is equal to 6.62607015 times 10 to the negative 34th power joule second. Oh my gosh. Which apparently has to do with measuring seconds and meters in terms of the speed of light. So I won't get any more specific than that because I'm already over my head. Yeah, this is however a level that Time magazine article on which we will link to you in our sources um, explained how basically its weight now being set in terms of electric current rather than comparing it to a set object.
0: Man. So that's advanced. I'm glad there are people Whew. smarter than me to be mm-hmm. able to figure that out. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine just like going throughout history and not having not being able to weigh things for trade or
1: for you but know, that's purposes? A, I mean, yeah. if, but if you think about it, it's a construct like we invent these things oh, yeah. this, in this order to about. weigh everything against mm-hmm. other things so that we can determine their relative value or use or how much space they take up and whether or not you have enough fuel to get that person to Cuba.
0: Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what this is all about. I mean, you just don't think about it. You don't think about like, wait a minute, why is it called a pound? But it's LBs. And then what where do we get ounces? And why is it one sixteenth? And it's just all of these different different components that we take for granted yeah and that a kilogram
1: used to be a um, platinum cylinder for a really long time for hundreds of years it was a platinum cylinder I love
0: the idea of that because I'm an object-oriented person Mm -hmm. so I love that it's like this
1: one object is our Mm -hmm. definition of the kilogram but even that I think what's really interesting about that when we made that thing was that it was technically based on like a large amount of water because (laughs) at the very beginning we had to have something to say this, water here. this weighs yeah. this and it mm-hmm. won't change.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Well, all right. That's our um, our first mini-sode. That's our mini-sode that for you. Mini-sode
1: on pounds, ounces, kilograms, and the stone. And if you have some uh, f- types of measurement that you want us to cover this season, uh, definitely let us know. We have started a little list um, and we'd love to get some suggestions of what you want to hear about.
0: Yep, we will be going into the digital and more weights and light and speed, light and, and speed and distance, and all of these things. We're going to yeah. cover that. So uh, energy, we're... maybe if we understand it, Oh gosh, we're we'll going to have to bring in like a, a guest <laughs> scientist to help explain
1: some of this stuff. <laughs> no, we'll try to keep it like pretty origins, right? Of like, yeah. what does yeah. this mean? Just common, just common yeah. stuff. You can look up all the other stuff if you get, if you would get really interested.
0: Yep. And all of our resources are on our website. So be sure to check out the origins of podcast.com for more uh, images
1: and resources. See ya. This podcast was produced by Johnny Stubbs in Atlanta, Georgia. Visit us online
0: at theoriginsofpodcast.com or to help us support this podcast, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash theoriginsofpodcast.